0: in Auburn, Alabama. If you go to goodmorningretreats.com, you'll find out more information about our first retreat that we're launching. We have already filled half the slots. We have 20 available and we have about 13 already filled. So make sure you go there, you apply, show your interest, and we'll get you all situated for our first ever Good Morning Retreat. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. And now, back to the episode.
1: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news,
0: Good morning, you two. How are we doing?
2: Good morning. Fabulous. Happy Monday.
0: <laughs> Happy Monday, and it's a very special Monday at that 100th episode, baby.
2: Woo! So exciting.
0: I know. I was going to say, Brandy, did you ever think we'd make it, but you haven't been here the whole time, so I'm I sorry. I'm, I'm
2: going to take the credit, though. I know it's been yeah. such a journey, these 100 episodes. <laughs>
0: 100%. 100%. Well, I think this is your 99th
3: episode because of your fiasco in Orlando.
0: What fiasco? Uh, oh, no. Come on. With Jamie, when Jamie was on?
3: Yeah, it was me and Jamie. Uh, yeah. and this is probably my 97th or something, 96. Yeah. So it's okay. Combined, though, it's a 100. Big, big deal. Uh, I don't know any data, but I'm going to make it up. Eighty-five percent of podcasts don't make it to a hundred episodes. We did it. We're saying. here. And we've got a great guest, one of my favorite people in the industry. Just got to spend last week with him. Should we introduce?
0: Okay, we're going right at it. All right. Let's yeah, we're wasting no time hit this it. morning. I love it. All right, let's welcome Jeff.
1: Hey everybody.
3: The main Good morning. man not the intro i was expecting will but okay
0: well no i was gonna say that's our normal intro for people but then we had a special one because you know oh i got a special intro oh you got you got a special one today and uh for all of our listeners you may want to just kind of tune into this one really quick (laughs) because jeff apparently has a special gift so here we go
3: This is how you move when you play yeah it. yeah 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 yeah
1: yeah i I thought maybe something like that was <laughs> so,
3: this guy, I, I got to spend last week with Jeff and he uh, he informed me he was a professional saxophonist in a past life.
1: life in a past life I, I played a lot of saxophone.
3: yeah so of course naturally the only saxophone song that people
1: know right off the top of their head is that one which Michael um. really reminded me of pretty much every every day of the week um, in most, <laughs> most rooms that I walked into. One
3: of the best songs ever. Like, let's be honest, it really is. So I'm sure you've played it. for.
0: We have quite a few live listeners right now, and everyone's one, either congratulations, or two, going to have that song stuck in their head <laughs> all day just like us. So you're welcome. I love it. And Jeff, I'm sorry that you had to live with Michael for multiple times a day of just saying sax man.
1: Yeah, it was great. It was great. Honestly, it was <laughs> it was, you know, it was it was it, the, the the benefits out wore, uh you know really outweighed the uh the, the amount of times I had to listen to that song. So I was all <laughs>
3: Well tell us I about yourself, imagine. Jeff. Introduce yeah. introduce yourself to the audience.
1: Yeah, so um my name is Jeff Lulian. I'm the CEO of Host GPO. Um uh, my very quick background, uh I uh, am a recovering attorney. Who worked in uh, vacation rentals for about seven years? Had a vacation rental company with about 150 homes, um, did a lot of lease arbitrage, did a lot of property management. Um, and then about three years ago, started Host GPO, um, which is a buying group for vacation rental companies. So, uh, furniture, linens, amenities, supplies, uh, all of the above, and streamlined ordering uh, processes from uh, name brands. Uh, like West Elm, et cetera. uh, And you uh, join the group uh, and are able to get discounted purchasing from all those brands. It's, for those unfamiliar on the hotel
3: side, because I wasn't until I met Jeff, but GPO is a group purchasing organization. And these exist within hotels to get really, really good rates. But because there is no massive short-term rental company out there, sans maybe one or two, uh, Jeff has organized the organization and has a really massive purchasing power to get good rates on everything that you see behind Jeff's head. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, and uh, and it's and not more. just it's not just uh, the hotel industry that has GPOs. I mean, the pharmaceutical industry, you know, hospitals, restaurants, everybody has a GPO, but there really wasn't one for the vacation rental industry. So. Uh, Started it about uh, three years ago, kind of went, opened it up to the public about two years ago, and we're at over 200,000 units signed up um, as part of our group. So we get the best rates uh, guaranteed just because of the nature of our volume and because of our contracts with our vendors.
3: And that's not the only
1: thing in your background.
3: In the background of Will's head is something that we are giving away at the end of this show. We've shortlisted it to about 15 names or so and we'll do a, a live giveaway stay tuned
0: yeah right at the Go end the 100 is, and host GPM. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta get people all the way through the end the finish line and then boom someone's gonna get a free coffee box so very excited to partner up with you guys on that jeff uh we've we've talked a couple times i think you and i first met at last year's vrma and did an episode got into your story are you still operating uh, any of your properties or, or units or are you kind of now full host GPO? Um,
1: I'm definitely full host GPO, but I have a, a handful of, of homes that I still run um, just because, you know, you can't walk away. You can't just yeah. walk away. Uh, yeah. You got to stay in it. You know, I, 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 I need to be, I need to be involved and, uh, and they're also my favorite properties. So, uh, you know, the ones I like to stay in too. So I still have those.
0: Selfishly, you have to. I uh, I couldn't agree more. Can't get to.
1: No. Well, they run themselves. I love it. So it's great. Yeah.
0: Gives Selfishly,
3: some street yeah. credit too. You know. Yeah, Yeah, for sure.
0: You're not going to be I'm one a, of those guys. I'm like, hit
1: all the changes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. You implement all the new stuff that you hear about. It's cool. No no worries. For you sure. get the the sneak peeks. Um, awesome. Well, Jeff, so in this in this show, uh, I'm sure you tune in every week, all 100 episodes you've been listening to and, And watching online um but we like to cover the recent news stories of the week and then we're going to cover with you the big story of the week which is going into direct bookings which is great because you were also at the book direct show in miami um so maybe you can take a little bit of this article a little bit of that event and kind of bring some some knowledge drop some bombs for the uh for the audience here um, but while we're going, I'm going to pull up my screen so we can cover these stories. You guys ready to rock or what?
2: Yeah, let's do it. Cool. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: we got, uh, this is one of my favorites. I, I will say if I had to pick any of the stories, um, from this week, this would be one of my favorites. Uh, I love Cabana. I have never actually stayed in one yet, but I'm going, no, I'm going to, I, it's been on my bucket list. Uh, they're based out in Seattle, which is where I was from uh, before I moved to Denver, and they're pretty much a like they're they're a van company. Basically, you take a hotel room, you take what's in Jeff's background, and you put into a, a travel van, a Sprinter Mercedes, and you have fun and you go on the road. So they just raised three million. Uh, I think this is their second raise. They did like a small seed or pre seed round um, back in the day, back in like 2019. So. Yeah, I just want to say this is one of my favorites. Any thoughts, questions, or comments?
2: No, I've I've been very curious about van life. It's not normally my normal style of vacation, but I was taking a look at their site, and it looks pretty cool. So,
3: I, I'm not more. a camper, personally. I need a bed and an air conditioner. So this actually might get me camping, because you can have yeah. a bed and an air conditioner. So this is about as close a to camping as I'll get. Jeff. There's a
0: shower and a kitchen.
1: Um, very interested in uh, van and camp and smaller vacation rental uh, settings in general. The whole ADU uh, trend that's going on, um, I think, uh, you know, kind of emphasizes the 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 fact that there's a big a big desire for uh, for small spaces. Um, so I think this fits into that uh, category as well.
3: I like what you did there. Big desire for small
1: spaces.
0: It's a new tagline. That's 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 topic of the week next
1: week. Will that one's (laughs) one's for that one's for free. There you go.
0: (laughs) I love that. Jess already contributing. You want to be another co-host? We, we only have three, four. So yeah, as long
1: as I'm on the East, as long as I'm on the East coast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm sorry that you had to wake up super early. No, it's great. I think we're
1: giving away a coffee box today.
0: Yeah. On
1: brand, on brand,
0: very on brand. All right. The next one we got trip actions picks up 400 million in credit. Um, I think last week we saw another article come kind of similar where there was more of a debt facility rather than a actual raise, but um, you have to forgive me. I'm not on top of who that actually was. So I'll have to pull that up. Uh, it was somebody important. I think oh, it was Wander. It was Wander. How could I forget that?
3: Yeah. With credit Swiss. Yeah. I, I mean, credit is obviously different than equity, but I, from what I've understood, credit markets are a lot tighter than even equity markets. So, to, to land this much money, things are going well. Uh, I've heard a bunch about trip actions. I think they're corporate expense management, travel expense management, but never used them. So, it's uh, a good sign for deep pocket companies that need uh, cash. This is two weeks in a row that $100 million plus credit lines have come in um, but at the end of the day most of us listening are probably not in companies that are quite this big
2: not yet <laughs>
3: Yeah.
1: Speak for, speak for yourself <laughs> all right
3: now no, i say jeff,
0: jeff drops an announcement it's like we've raised 250 million <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah on a nine billion dollar valuation but no i think um i i think uh, equity debt is uh is very expensive right now um, and uh, you know a big part of that reason is because uh, especially if you are a, an early uh, startup uh, prof- profitability is, is trending right now um, and real businesses are trending right now so uh, the availability there's always going to be money out there in various forms uh, but I think uh, pipe pipe dream ideas pre, Pre-MVP companies, etc., are are really feeling uh, uh, the squeeze. Whereas, I think this emphasizes the fact that um, real businesses uh, are uh, always able to kind of find uh, find some money here and there.
0: I like that. Real businesses, very good.
1: <laughs>
0: All right, this is not the first time we've seen uh, a payment or not a payment. I guess a, a card, credit card type company invest capital one did quite a few uh millions into hopper recently um i think for the second time they invested the first time too not as much um but now american express invests into hotel payment startup self book personally never heard of self book but yeah it is what it is
3: yeah i'd say self book If it does what it promises, I've never used it. I am familiar with it. But if it can increase booking conversion for hotels, everybody likes an increase in booking conversion. Uh, It claims 25% on their website. So uh, I think all of us that operate or take direct bookings would prefer a 25% increase in uh, conversions. And it only makes sense that a massive credit card company ties in with payment solutions. So they can help drive things, be the preferred card, yada, yada. Um, so talking about real companies with lots of money, the card companies, it's insane. So they've got plenty of capital to splash around. Amex is definitely the leader in the travel space, but it does seem like Capital One is, is trying to close in uh, in the backs of them.
0: I'm personally a user capital one venture so what up shout out to you guys sponsor our show would be great uh go ahead brandy <laughs>
2: yeah i'm always just um i like seeing companies like this you know more and more come into the space because there really aren't a lot of options so it's you know having a little bit more competition would be great because right now you're you're kind of limited so i'll be curious to see if they break into our industry at all 100
0: jeff
1: yeah uh, just echoing that I think that there is a very big need at least from what I hear anecdotally uh, for an increase in um, these types of services in vacation rentals uh, payment and uh, payment processing, uh, booking um, you know payment type uh, issues come up a lot and uh, with, with a very limited amount of options
0: mm-hmm.
1: especially yeah, you start, especially as you start getting into you know talking about integrations. Uh, you know, PMS integrations plus payment issues uh, and payment processing uh, tends to get pretty complicated on, on a large scale. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and say a uh, shout out to Andrew Kitchell from Wheelhouse. We were working on a, a document of every category of technology in our space, not including hotel tech yet. Um, and then payment processing was like one of the smaller ones where we could only find like three or four companies within the space outside of Stripe. And uh, versus like property management softwares, you have hundreds, if not uh, almost a thousand plus uh, once you get into like the hotel side. So it's pretty insane on seeing like the lack of payment processing uh, opportunities or options. It's
3: expensive and it takes a long time to get through all of the red tape of payment processing. It's a Mm -hmm. disaster. But if you can get through all of that and have the funding to get through it, it, uh, it's quite lucrative (laughs) taking a percent of all... 100% Percent booked. So.
1: Well, I mean, look, all, all of those things that you just said, Michael, are about uh, lack of competition, right? It's expensive, mm-hmm. lack of competition. I barrier it in. Service isn't great, lack of competition, right? This is a, it, it's 100% right that that more options here will create better experiences and less crazy stuff like mm-hmm. your payment processor saying, "Hey, we just froze all this money until we figure out you know this one issue." And by the way, we don't have a phone line. And by the way, you know, that's going to mm-hmm. resonate with a lot of people that have had to try to figure that out.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> I was gonna say, preach, I think most amen. operators
3: have had that happen to them at least once.
1: Yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry, all owners. We'll send out your payments as soon as we're able to get the money from from escrow being held by by a uh, you know Stripe.
3: Yeah. Three hundred thousand
0: dollars. We're gonna hold on to this just for a minute. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Love it. Uh, anybody want to cover this one? I'm not uh as uh, informed or aware of real like I know of ReAlpha, but Not something I'm uh, probably. Uh, should talk about. No, all right. Not, cool.
2: <laughs> with it. I was I was really curious about this. Just some of the things in the article that stood out to me that you see, like all of the kind of like AI backed companies. It, uh, there just seemed to be like a lot of buzzwords within this article, um, you know. And so I'm just curious um, if that's just becoming kind of a new, I don't know, kind of overused phrase that's getting tacked on to every company. I'd be curious, I need to do some more research on this company, mm-hmm. but I thought that was just like the, my initial gut reaction when I saw the um, the first couple lines of copy. I was like, of course, like yeah. it's not something else that's AI generated or AI backed, especially after this weekend of seeing everybody post those ridiculous AI selfies all over the internet. That <laughs> will.
0: I was one of those guys, hell yeah. So the, uh, the
3: the comment for Riafa, the purchasing of second homes or vacation homes is something that the we've talked about in the space a long time, but it hasn't actually taken hold. It really seems in the past few months carrying through this retreat that Jeff and I were just on, that most people are talking about purchasing, assets and managing them themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, The owner operator model is trendy um, and it makes sense. You have full control. There's no middlemen taking cuts. uh, If you're capable of doing the operations and the revenue management, all, all aspects necessary to be successful. So especially as we go into a recession potentially, the owning of hard assets is always more business-like, in Jeff's words than not having a real business. So having hard assets backstop, um, what you have is helpful. So Realpha helps individuals or people, um, purchase small shares. Uh, I believe someone correct me if I'm wrong, um, uh, so for those that can't go out and afford a half million dollar house, they can own parts of it and get the, the real estate returns, uh, which will be more steady and more secure than the markets are um, right now.
0: For sure. All right. Now to the main topic, and then I'll put us all back on full screen here. Um, we got, oops, this is not the one that I was supposed to pull up. My bad. JK, LOL. All right, here we go. Property managers and hosts report lack of progress in direct bookings. And this information and data mostly came from, actually I think all of it came from the hostfully um, industry report. Uh, I don't know. I didn't know if they fully published the report. I know I got the summary from David because we're recording um, an episode about it later, but I didn't know the full report came out. So um, I'm going to take us on to full screen here. And kind of, I think we can jump into the, the details. But I know in the group chat here, us uh, four have that article, so we can always pull it up to reference things later. Jeff, uh,
3: for I, I, what's your breakdown of professional versus like single host? Can you be one more specific? You're talking about like within host GPO, uh, the majority of your users single one or two
1: or are they property? No host GPO actually only takes members that have three or more vacation rental units, uh, with exceptions. Um, but we really focus on, uh, larger operators. Awesome. Are they those types of folks as well?
3: Is, um, is the book direct movement big within your user base or is that something you don't have a whole lot of insight into?
1: Yeah, I think, I think that it is. Um, And I think part of the reason is because it's been big everywhere, right? It's just been trending. um, And I think right, rightfully so. Um, And I think that large, it trends more with larger operators than it does with smaller operators. Um, So definitely a big, a big, a big push, I would say in our, in our membership base.
3: Yeah, it's, Will, had, Will hosted a book direct conference earlier this year. Um, I'd say a lot of people want to have more direct bookings. I don't know if everyone invests in getting more direct bookings. And those that do invest, I don't know if they're getting the ROI. And I, I'd say this article suggests they, they aren't. Um, it could be that people are pulling back on their budgets And the easiest place to pull is heavy marketing spend to try and get direct bookings. But the big brands have to invest in direct bookings. That's what they're telling Wall Street or their investors, their secret sauce is saving 15% by spending 20% on getting it direct. Uh, But at the end of the day, I'm not sure it's a profitable endeavor for hosts with 20 or fewer or 50 or fewer. You really need some scale for it to make sense to go after the, the book direct unless you're just so unique that you can can cut out channels um, or you have so much repeat business. And there's only a few markets where people go every single year and it's the same families, the same weeks, the same years. So uh, it makes sense. Look, the everyone wants direct bookings. It's really hard to get. You can't pay-per-click compete with even the big competitors in your market, much less the big OTAs. So, uh, you know, try and remarket to them, uh, to guests when they come, but the OTAs serve a purpose.
2: Yeah, I think that's especially, I mean, I'm always biased towards urban markets, but, you know, we are biggest source of direct bookings are usually repeat guests and that obviously makes the most sense but you're never you know booking.com in the in the survey they're saying that um you know booking.com you know goes up or you know as as they get larger and it makes sense if you have especially in an urban market if you have 50 units in a building it's more it's more you know bdc's product type and so i think I agree with you. I don't know how you really compete with uh, you know, someone that's aggregating all of the products in your in your area. I will say that if you're like in that smaller range, like twenty to fifty, we've like anecdotally had success with, you know, different social media campaigns with coupons that people can use. It's not a huge portion of our bookings, but it's a good way to keep to start. And, you know, every booking that you can get direct is one that Airbnb or Verbo is not getting. So I think it's, it is kind of like a longer play and yeah, having like the willingness to pay for the digital marketing. It's definitely something that people cut first, but you have to, it's, I hate the the phrase, you have to spend money to make money. But in this case, it's, you know, absolutely true.
0: Yeah. I was going to say kind of what Michael said on the unique stay thing. Um, I know a lot of properties in the treehouse space, or even just like kind of that I wouldn't call it glamping, but more of like a private property where there's acreage. There's, you know, they create an experience around the home. Um, They do very well. I'm talking to Tori um, from Bolt Family Farms out in Tennessee tomorrow. And they were featured on Netflix on the Vacation Rental uh, series. And, you know, they do actually almost, I think, almost all direct bookings. And they're like very set and determined on who their guest is. And it's very, a lot of honeymoon you know uh anniversary type travelers so like if you can hit that market great cuz people are always getting married people are always having an anniversary there's always that special thing um but kind of like what you guys both have said i think with scale we're seeing that book direct does have more power when you have that type of inventory like number wise i think for companies even like mine rec- recreation doesn't do strong amount in book direct and that's just because we don't have as many properties so to <clears throat> to make it like compelling for a repeat guest yeah maybe they'll book that property once again or after they want to come back or whatever but it's not going to be like they have a, a huge like plethora of inventory to to search from and kind of have have their uh, their fun with so that's going to my thought on it jeff what's your what's your thinking
1: you know i think n- I'm trying to figure out why this feels surprising, right? That's where I'm going because it, it seems really logical um, Mm -hmm. on its face. But I think the reason why it feels surprising is because all we do is hear about book direct a lot. Like it's, it's a big conversation topic and rightfully so, because I think people should be thinking about it. But um, you know, I, I, I look at uh, the, the, communication that goes on out there. I look at a lot of what people are talking about. And, and while I think Book Direct is really important, um, it is one piece of a very long roadmap to create a successful vacation rental company. <laughs> and I think a lot of people try to come out of the gate and, and do everything all at once. Um, and that tends to be not the best use of time or resources. Um, you know, as much as everybody likes to hate on Airbnb, um, myself included, for a lot of reasons, <clears throat> it is a great marketing tool to start getting into this industry. <clears throat> and I'm not saying don't think about Book Direct because you should. Why? I mean, I made this mistake in my, in my vacation rental business. We were not branded, uh, right? Until way late in the game. And to go back and try to rebrand everything that I did was a huge missed opportunity. And so sure, even if you have three units or five units, you should start thinking about like creating a brand name, unifying it on a, you know, on a website, like those types of things, but spending marketing dollars out of the gate when like your unit doesn't make a ton of sense um, or when you're not really focused on all of the other get the ball over the net type things like pricing and, you know, being listed on on other ch- uh, channels that are free, um, right? Those seem to be like the earlier questions that, that should be answered. While book direct, rightfully so, should be a a later hurdle to to, to jump over, right? So um, I, I think it's not surprising at all that that you know that booking direct seems to be larger uh, a larger portion of of bookings for larger companies. But I think it feels surprising because there's a lot of emphasis on it um, because it is like a hot topic that I think people don't. Um, if you're new to the space, it's something you've never thought about before, so it really catches yeah. your eye. Uh, yeah. It'd be
3: but nice I, to
1: like, save 15%, right? Sure. Yeah, exactly.
3: I think it's about, to me personally, it's more about balancing your your booking channels versus only book direct, right? There's not many properties that can survive, They can actually build to a point they can survive off of direct bookings only. Kudos to those who have, like you've got something really unique and really special that is not transferable to the mass market. It, it just plain and simply isn't. The thing that scares me is people's over-reliance on Airbnb mm-hmm. and doing everything you can to, to not have Airbnb be greater than 50% of your bookings. Make sure you're on the other channels. Try and prioritize some of those other channels for bookings just so you aren't terribly exposed if airbnb pulls an airbnb and shuts down your account or holds on to your money or cancels all all your your bookings (laughs) right like you're if if they close down your account and and cancel all your bookings you are screwed you have to have a a balance there of booking channels and i think you know what what does book direct mean for me is get us try and build it john uh in saying it takes time yeah 100 percent. it takes a long time you're not going to get results in the first five years mm-hmm. um and and if you are it's going to be incremental the thing you can do is diversify and and that can be that can happen overnight um in the right markets
2: Yeah. I think also when you, there's bigger companies that maybe tout um, a higher percentage of direct bookings. And if you have a company like Sonder, they are also getting really large corporate contracts. Like they're getting a big portion of that number from like maybe a couple of groups that are signing on for long periods of time or for recurring stays or whatever it is. So I think it's important to kind of know, like realize that there's a lot of Direct bookings aren't necessarily people going to your website and booking there are other ways that people are building that number
3: and Sonder probably discounts by more than 15% for those group uh, group stays right mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. corporate discounts. So are you better financially it's a, it's a wash but it is a it's a lower reliance on any one particular channel which is a big win
0: yeah. I was going to say the big the big thing like smaller operators under that 20 unit I think the big thing don't discredit book direct but focus on your technology focus on your operations and like build a sustainable business that can build to it I think that's the big thing is just not to be an Airbnb host and call it that like that's what I see on social media all the time is like oh I'm an Airbnb host or like these investor gurus on whatever news channel uh gosh don't even get me started uh, this early in the morning, but, um, you know, that's what drives me. That's like, Oh, I'm, I'm on Airbnb and I do all this stuff. And it's like, okay, cool. You have 150 properties on Airbnb alone, but, but you have a real business. No, I don't think so until you diversify and focus. My favorite, on like- my
3: favorite is on LinkedIn. They, it says Airbnb host. Like yeah, that is your, yeah. that is your title. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Rethink it. Um, Jeff, yeah. thoughts before we get into the giveaway. No, not, not really on, on, on the book direct, um, you know, move movement. Uh, I think it's, it's great. And it's something people should be talking about, but the real takeaway is when is the right time to, oh, and also like on the giant roadmap of, of vacation rental setups, I I often see people like book direct, isn't a take it or leave it. I know we've touched on this, like in a couple of different ways, but Mm -hmm. the, the, the low hanging fruit is remarketing. Right? Remarketing is a, 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 a book direct methodology. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to be Google ad spend. It doesn't have to be, you know, other things if you really want to get direct bookings, figure out how to get your listing in like Conde Nast or like figure out how to be on a Netflix show or something like that. Right? So those are all really good steps. Uh, you want to get direct bookings, make an Instagram account for your properties. Like that's a yeah. huge thing. Um, and once you do that, uh, you know, book direct can be incremental, um, tough to say, but I know a lot of people who, especially starting out will book direct by sending people to their, you know, verbal listing or sending them to their Airbnb listing that counts. Like it book direct isn't just save 15%. It's also get somebody directly to your listing without fighting everybody else on SEO, without fighting everybody else mm-hmm. when they search your property. Right. So, so, you know, I really encourage people to think about all the steps of it before jumping into, I'm going to, you know, I got an email from Google for $50 of free ad spend and I'm going to go sign up $400 a month to try to get somebody to book one property. You know, yeah. it's a sliding scale.
0: Yeah. no, I couldn't agree more. I love, I love the way you said that. It was good. Um, All right. Well, we uh, got our short list of giveaway winners and we're gonna do it live here on the show. So you guys ready to see who's yeah, gonna press win the, the wheel. Box?
1: Can I? Can I press the wheel?
0: Or uh, can sure. Wheel? We we could say you could press the wheel.
1: All right, I'm gonna press it on <laughs> the count of three. One, two, three. Press. Why is two, it,
0: why is one, it not gone?
1: two? Why one?
3: All right. It's moving slowly.
1: It's spinning blue woo Kerabeth cottage cottage congratulations congrats um, yes Should we talk about what the what what's in the coffee box and why it exists and all those things too? Yes, please Let's do. Let's do it.
0: Jeff, Jeff, give us the rundown. I know you have this down like a pro. So
1: I do. Yeah, mm-hmm. so so coffee box is one of the host GPO boxes. Um one thing that we really focus on in addition to kind of giving these big, you know, 50% off discount type things on, on, you know, the, the furniture and mattresses and amenities, et cetera, is building out, uh, streamlined ordering processes. So, uh, coffee boxes, one box, uh, where you can go onto the host GPO site and say, I want a coffee setup. And with one click, you can order, uh, this coffee box, which is uh, an espresso machine, uh, Nespresso pods, uh, mugs and espresso cups. And the idea there is, Uh, You don't have to shop on, uh, this is a box from William Sonoma. Oh, here it is. Uh, So this is a box from William Sonoma. So you don't have to search through William Sonoma to figure out which mugs are the right ones, which coffee machine is the right one. uh, And you're going to be able to buy this uh, on HostGPO at a significant discount. Uh, The other boxes that we have are things like kitchen box, where you can one click an entire kitchen worth of items, your pots, your pans, your plates, that kind of stuff. Or bed box where you can go in and say, you know, I got four bedrooms, uh, two bathrooms, and it's a couple twins, you know, queens, et cetera, uh, go and we'll put together that entire linen package for you. It's fully editable, et cetera. So we try to create boxes for different parts of the home to really streamline that ordering process and help guide you and save you from the analysis paralysis of uh, reading Amazon reviews or anything like that and really guide you towards quality products that are, uh, are readily available uh, to furnish and restock your vacation rental listing. And if
3: you're design averse like I am, it's best to let someone else do the picking. So okay. love um, these. Yeah. You know, a lot of people that might be getting into real estate might not have a knack for design. So Host GPO can help put it together and bulk purchase at discount. So love what you guys are doing it only makes sense to, to add it to this space. It already exists on a very, very big scale in other hospitality verticals. So,
0: Thanks. Yeah. We're well, well, really, really excited. Uh... Sorry. I think we have a leg on my end. My bad. Um, Jeff, any, any wise words for the, the audience listening today, anything that you would just, you know, from a, a golden nugget uh, for the week ahead, what would that be?
1: golden nugget for the week ahead um, I would say okay, here's my here's my golden nugget during during shopping seasons um, mm-hmm. which is <clears throat> be careful about hidden costs. So there are a lot of folks who wait until uh, you know Black Friday or Christmas shopping to uh, go out and try to purchase an insane amount of items. Um, because you can find them at discounted pricing. But there are a lot of hidden costs in doing stuff like that. And I'm not saying don't do it. I mean, certainly there's a lot of host GPO brands, you know, like Article or things like that, where the, the discounts are stackable and you, you see a sale or solo stove, right? You see a sale on their site, stack our discount on top. Sure, totally. But what I'm really cautioning people toward, uh, away from is the hidden costs of the amount of time you spend, uh, is a, 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 is a cost. Time is a cost. Uh, so if you're running around to 14 different Costco's to try to find, you know, certain towels, right? That yeah. is a lot of time, and that is expense. And then the second one is, you know, avoid purchasing one-off items when you can standardize. So uh, my hot tip during shopping seasons is: sure, that TJ Maxx, you know, off-white or cream-colored sheet set could be nine dollars but then you're going to have like one cream cheat set like mixed into your larger portfolio of sheets. Um, and you know, you're going to take away from that standardization. So I guess the, the big tip there is beware of hidden costs, um, during shopping seasons. Um, but definitely take advantage of all of the discounts uh, that there are out there.
0: I love it. Awesome. I love it. Great way to end. Jeff has been so good to have you on the show and see your face. I wish I got to see you in, uh, Austin last week like Michael did but you were very um, missed
1: you were very missed uh, there was less there was less dancing than there should have been I'll tell you that thank god
0: (laughs) thank god I still got that for myself love it Um, awesome well for all of our live viewers and listeners or anyone listening to the replay on Apple or Spotify we want to say thank you for being a part of this journey with us it's been so fun to do 100 episodes with you to have the live engagement uh, as we've seen today um, and on many other episodes and to our coffee box winner. We're so excited to get that into the palm of your hands and into the, the property with your guests. So um, I think we'll leave it at that. We'll see you guys all again next week.